Welcome to the Dildorks, a new podcast that's all about dorky discourse on sex, dating, and masturbating. Uh, my name is Kate. I'm a freelance journalist and sex blogger. I write about sex, kink, and feminism for various magazines, websites, and my blog, girlyjuice.net. And I'm a stoner femme with a penchant for puns. <laughs> Who are you? And I'm Bex. <laughs> I'm Bex. I'm a sex educator, blogger, and genderqueer weirdo obsessed with flirting, ice cream, and video games. Those are some things that are true about you. Um, <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, I just want to say <laughs> that when we were writing our, our bios, Bex wanted their, their bio to say that, that they like ice cream and mac and cheese, and I was like... <laughs> That's that's too many foods. Like our podcast is not a food podcast. You gotta, like, you gotta scale back the foods. But I really do love them. I know you do, and that's and what, they are very important. I, that we're mentioning it now to like get in our okay. mac and cheese acknowledgement. Like we we just excellent. We want to disclose. Everyone needs to know. Yeah, this is important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like leather. Leather could have been in there, too. Well, it's too late That's now, relevant. so let's move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, this is our podcast, and uh, <laughs> as you can tell, and um, we wanted to start off by talking a little bit about um, how we got here in terms of our journey toward sex positivity and sort of what kicked us off in that world. So, what's what's your... Uh, sex superhero origin story effects? Well, so I so I'm a nerd. I'm a geek. And when I get interested in things, I need to learn everything about them in their entirety as much as possible. Um, so when I hit puberty and started having questions about sex and stuff, I started looking up everything I could find and would sit in like the corner of borders back when borders was a thing <laughs> and so old <laughs> I know I miss that store so much okay um but I would sit with like piles of sex books around me probably making the adults really uncomfortable now that I think about it um, just confronting reading... stereotypes <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Just blasting through leave borders. Leave the fifteen-year-old alone. <laughs> this is why I keep you around. <laughs> um, but yeah, just reading as much as I could, and the more information I found out, the more I realized how it's fine. <laughs> I totally. I'm we're sorry. gonna pretend I know how to say that word. I know. I just, um, I love it because we talked before about how we were both nervous that we wouldn't be able to word properly on this podcast and it's all coming true. <laughs> just kicking it off great. All um, this information. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, no, I would like I found all this information that no one else knew and was like, hey, maybe people should start talking about this. And since I talk a lot as it is, I started doing that. Um, and then I found a website that will not be named that um, <laughs> where you could review sex toys. It uh, Let's say that it rhymes with Sweden manatees. <laughs> That makes it sound so much more fun, though. I know. I want to be a member of that website. <laughs> <laughs> Me 
too. Um, I, I, I don't know what they do there, but... Manatee um, hunting near and around Sweden. Don't hunt manatees? What I, the manatees I, I didn't mean, like, killing them. I meant, like, looking for them. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm on board. Um, and, yeah, that's how I kind of fell into the community and found sex bloggers and started doing the thing. And now I'm here. Now you're doing the thing on a <laughs> quarterly basis. <laughs> Occasionally I do a thing. Once in a while, you do some things. Yeah. Yeah, I tweet about my vagina a lot. It's the same thing. Yeah. That's, we, we that's have how that you in sex common. blog, right? Yes. Yeah. That's, that's on brand. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I have a similar story. I was always a nerd, especially about sex. And I started listening to this podcast called Sex is Fun when I was like 12, which is like far too young to be listening to that kind of material (laughs) but uh i got into i remember being in like seventh grade walking around listening to this podcast and like nobody knew what i was listening to and i felt real smart um (laughs) you have that cool feeling where like all of a sudden you're paranoid people can hear what's happening in your headphones and know that you're listening to stuff about (laughs) blowjobs and you're like yeah or is that just me yeah i I mean it was probably because i was like filleting my pencil in math class so it's a fair assumption I'm kidding. Wow. I would not have done that. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's inappropriate behavior for a 12-year-old. Um, but so... <laughs> so that kind of got 24-year-old, on the other hand. Yeah, well, I could get away with it more, I think. <laughs> it would get me the right kind of attention. <laughs> mm. um, so I, I kind of got interested in sex positivity through that. I listened to a lot of, like, Violet Blue uh, back in those days as well. And... Uh, always was interested in starting a sex blog and then finally like four and a half ish years ago I finally did that because um, I was taking a year off before going to journalism school and I was like what am I gonna do with this year and uh, I became really interested in sex toy blogs like Epiphra and Dangerous Lily and I was like I am a good writer I could totally do that so I started my blog and the rest is history <laughs> <laughs> Just nervous giggling because we're both awkward little bloops. (laughs) (laughs) Awkward little bloops. Um, So how how did the dildorks come to be? Let's talk about uh, because our friendship is like I mean I don't want to get too braggadocious, but people people ship our friendship pretty hard on Twitter and stuff. They do. Our like, friendship is kind of a big deal. Our, our friendship is like we're like a power couple. Like we we strengthen each other's uh, light and power and reach, uh, just because <laughs> together yeah. we're, we're better than apart. <laughs> this is true. Yes. Um. So let's let's talk. About, I want to hear like your perspective on like how you first discovered that I was a person. <laughs> so I remember. Find, like talking to you on Twitter a bunch and I remember on multiple occasions thinking this person's gonna think I'm a weirdo because I favorite everything they say <laughs> but I like everything you tweeted I was like yup same we're the same person this is important <laughs> um and I couldn't like rein that back in to be less creepy so I just kind of winged it and was like well this person's gonna think I'm weird but it's fine Twitter needs to know that I agree with these things so we're just going with it um and then um Piff and I were planning um 
Dildo Holiday, which was this big vacation where we got a bunch of sex bloggers together and went to Portland and did a thing. Um, I actually, I had emailed Piff and I had been sitting and been like, I really want a conference for sex bloggers. And I was like, that doesn't exist. I'm going to make it a thing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I emailed Piff and we planned this thing. And I remember her suggesting like, oh, should we invite Girly Juice? And I was like, I don't really know that person, but yes. Yes, we should. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then you decided to come and we met and it was great. Okay. Yeah. All right. I feel like I feel like my story is like a little I bit, a uh, little bit less well, idyllic. Well, I mean, you're gonna talk. Well, uh, yeah, that's true. Um, but like, you're gonna talk about what we actually did at Dildo Holiday. I feel. Yeah. Like. Yeah. True. So I didn't want to tell that story a second time. Okay, that's fair. Um, yeah. So like, you're saying you were nervous that I would think you were favoriting too many of my tweets. I don't really uh, like a lot of people favorite. <laughs> a lot of my tweets and so like you you were just kind of like one of the pack of the people who who like was cheering me on when I every time I tweeted which is nice <laughs> um but then I remember like when you were planning dildo holiday so you're just too famous to notice is what you're saying that's not like. <laughs> uh, I mean yes that's also true <laughs> um it's fine <laughs> you were planning dildo holiday and you sent me this email after I had already like said yes and everything and you asked me if I wanted to lead a workshop about, like, productivity and coming up with post ideas. And then you said that it was because I was the, quote, queen of productivity. And I was, like, so <laughs> flattered by that. And also, like, d- had never thought of myself in those terms before. Um, so that was, like, the first, like, major memory that I have of you. But then when we well, met... Well, now I know better. <laughs> now I know you're the princess of productivity. I mean, you know which what? Which is a much better title. Uh, it is, <laughs> but I also kind of think that queen has, like, a more, like, boss lady feel to it. Like, I kind of don't mind being a True. queen in, like, a professional setting, but, like, okay. aesthetically and sexually and in a lot of other contexts, I am a princess. But thank you for respecting my monarchy <laughs> pronouns. <laughs> um, so, when we actually got to Dildo Holiday, uh, my like main memory of interacting with you on that trip is that like you were getting ready for a photo shoot with Kate Sinclair um, for Cherry Stems and I was getting ready to do a photo shoot with Penny um, for just like for her blog and I kind of thought that I would have like a femme bonding moment with you like because I felt this like weird affinity where like I wanted to get to know you better I hadn't really had a chance to talk to you so far on the trip and, uh, and I was like, hey, Bex, do you want to, like, do our makeup together? Which is always, like, my kind of my go-to, like, femme bonding thing. <laughs> and and you were like, oh, I, I don't think I'm going to wear makeup. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I, I was like, I was a little bit sad about it. But it was okay because um, we ended up becoming really good friends a few months later, actually. Um, yeah, I did, like, I do remember leaving Dildo Holiday and being like, wow, I thought I would talk to Girly Juice a lot more, like, (laughs) I was like, all right, but, like, we wound up, like, we did talk, but I think we wound up crossing paths in a bunch of different settings and not, like, getting as close as I expected during that trip. Yeah, like, we also weren't in the same cars at any point, which was, like, a a big part of it, because those car rides were so long, and I, like, I really did bond with the people I was in the cars with, and I was not in those with you. That makes sense, Yeah. But then I, I feel like our yeah. friendship really was cemented at Playground. Yeah, definitely. Which was, like, in November, which was, like, five months later. Um, 
Because at Playground, we, what, like, got high together and had a threesome? (laughs) Well, I didn't get high. Oh, okay. But... In in my memory, everyone's high, but that's just because I was really high. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's true. Because, yeah. But I don't... That was... Oh, yeah, because that was... The brownies were the one party. Yeah, yeah. So there was this yeah. one night where, like, I, f- I feel like, you, like, we were hanging out mostly because, like, you didn't know that many people in Toronto. And yeah. I think we kind of figured that, like, more bloggers from our crew were going to show up. So we didn't really, like, think about the fact that it was mostly just going to be the two of us hanging out together all weekend. Mm-hmm. Which was, you know, ended up to be fine. But if we hadn't liked each other, it could have turned out really awkward. <laughs> Yeah, that could have been super weird. Yeah, because, like, I would have felt like I had to, like, be with you because, like, you didn't know people, but, like, you're obviously very sociable, so, like, you met people. Um, But so, like, there was that one party with the pot brownies, which, like, a friend of mine who I introduced you to, you know, cute boy, um, he had all these pot brownies, (laughs) and we, like, hung out all night with these people. Um, And then the next night was the, like, prom thing at Playground, this, like, fancy dance thing. And that was the night that Mm -hmm. we got uh, someone to go down on you for the first time, which which I think is a story. Where have you told that story before? Because, like... Tell me something good. Right. So there's an episode of the Tell Me Something Good podcast, if anybody is curious about that story. About the first time that anyone ever went down on Bex, which is a thing that Taylor J. Mace made happen. Because <laughs> Taylor J. Mace gets shit done. Yep. <laughs> um, so that happened, and I didn't even go to that orgy, because I was really tired that night. But yeah. then the next day, we, through a series of serendipitous events, ended up having, <laughs> having an impromptu threesome with the aforementioned pot brownie guy. <laughs> That we have. <laughs> I kind of like that he's known as Pop Brownie Guy right it, now. It's apt, in you our know? podcast. Yeah, it's fine. Um, We've never really, like, had a, but, a nickname for him, which is odd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that could be his nickname. But, that's fine. <laughs> that's, that's his new name. Um, but, yeah, and I love how you just say, oh, and then we had a threesome. Well carefully glossing over the fact that we had to hunt around Toronto for a place <laughs> to have said threesome. It, it was quite and go a, on a journey. It was an emergency fly- threesome. It was. <laughs> and we like texted multiple people to figure out where we could go and wound up being in an old house of your friend who was in the process of moving, so had two houses. Mm-hmm. And the only rule was that we had to feed the cat. <laughs> Which, like, like, that was our payment for threesoming on her couch. We had been told that if we fed the cat, he would kind of leave us alone. Which was a bald-faced lie, because we fed the cat immediately, and he was all up in our grills the whole threesome. <laughs> he was watching. Yeah. <laughs> he, his name Which, was like, Seamus, and be- he was trying to shame us, is what was happening. <laughs> That's true. That's literally his name. <laughs> If I was alone all day and, like, some people rolled up into my house and started having a threesome, I'd be curious. <laughs> yeah, you'd probably hang back at the doorway, though. Like, it's a little rude to, like, invite That's yourself true. in. I mean, if they if they fed me mac and cheese, I would be distracted by the food, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, so, I don't know. <laughs> so the threesome happened and was, was really 
good, which I think uh, was sort of the first stirrings in my mind of like, oh, I have like a real affinity with this person because that was not awkward at all. Like, it was like just totally fun and happy. Um, And I think like, so everyone on Twitter thinks we're boning. Yeah, no, Um, there was no sexual contact between us whatsoever, which was an issue for the dude, I think. Like, yeah, well, he handled it well. Uh, he, he handled it well, um, but he seemed... <laughs> he had a moment where he was like, are you two gonna... No, no, okay, well, okay. And yeah, he like, tried to make kinda... us kiss, and we we were not gonna kiss. And it, nah. it wasn't even because we didn't know each other well enough, it was just like, nah. <laughs> no. And he, well, like, he rolled with the punches, which is good of him. And before that... You had, um, like, the day before, you mentioned someone else, and you were like, I think that person's angling for a threesome. (laughs) And we both kind of looked at each other, and we're like, in unison, we're just like, nah. (laughs) And, like, it wasn't even weird that we both, like, unanimously basically rejected the other person. We were both like, nope. That was was not about, like, I don't want to have sex near you. That was, we both don't want to have sex with that person. (laughs) Which is funny, because I ended yeah. up totally having sex with that person, like, a, a lot, but it, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> he should um, be stricken from the record, it's okay. Yeah, he doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. But gone. I thought it was funny how we were, like, totally <laughs> unanimously, like, no, we're not gonna do that. No. 48 hours later, we did that. <laughs> well, I mean, the right adorable person came along, so. True. Whatevs. Um, yeah. So after the threesome... We uh, took the streetcar back to the hotel where the conference was taking place, and we both kissed goodbye this cute fellow, which was an adorable, romantic, weirdly Polly-esque moment. Uh, and then later that night, it was like the end of the conference, and we were both like pretty tired and wanted to sort of do self-care stuff, so we went to Seven West, my favorite restaurant, and we got mac and cheese, and then we talked for, like, four hours. We just, like, talked about everything that happened that weekend and, like, all of our feelings and everything, and I feel like that was when we, like, became best friends. (laughs) Yeah, and I think we had a moment where we, like, talked about the threesome or something and in 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 unison said, like, friendship cemented. Yeah. Or, like, something, (laughs) and it was, like, that really was, though. Yeah, that like, was the thing. Nearly a year later now, and it's like, nope, yeah, that's, uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't wrong. Um, that was a beautiful moment. <laughs> that was. All over mac and cheese. You see? It's important. <laughs> Just bringing it back. <laughs> yeah, so uh, over the past, like, year since then, we have, like, talked almost every day. Um, yeah. Probably even every day, actually. I might feel confident I think, saying that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely every day. Yeah, and it's, um, we just, like, I feel like the more that we learned about each other, the more we were just, like, holy shit, we are the same person, or, like, two sides of the same coin. Because we have, like, a lot of the same, like, mental health stuff. Our kinks have sort of evolved in similar directions at similar times, which is partly because of how we influence each other. Um, Mm -hmm. and we've had, like, a lot of the same emotional situations come up that we, like, comforted each other through, and we just, we we have a lot of, like, like, the same ambitions. Yeah, and I, like, our lives kind of mirrored each other for a while there, Mm -hmm. where, like, 
we were both having NRE feelings around the same time, mm-hmm. and, like, other complicated feelings and stuff around the same time, <laughs> and, like, the least. so that was <laughs> feelings and things. Yep. Um, Emotions. You. Um, (laughs) but yeah so I think like having brains that work similarly and having similar experiences really helped like us get really really close over that year too Mm -hmm. yeah and it felt like our our mental health patterns were like always uh, kind of uh, two sides of the same coin because it would be like I would be manic while you would be depressed and then it would flip so we could always sort of like support each other if we were going through a hard time which has just been honestly yeah. like magical and transformative like i i have i've thought so many times like what would i have done this past year if i didn't have bex like i don't know who i would have been talking to about some of that stuff cuz like i have a lot of close friends but like some of those things that we would talk about like i, I couldn't have those conversations with anyone else it's just weird to think about yeah definitely and like i don't know like I, I feel like when I talk about you, I'm like, oh, yeah, she's my best friend. And, like, I feel like I have to look at people, like, grab them by the face and look them in the eye and be like, no, best friend. <laughs> you don't like, understand you don't how get best. It. <laughs> you don't. This is important. Like, because, like, I don't know. I just feel this, like, weird closeness and affinity and everything. And I think that's also part of why everyone thinks we're dating. And I'm like, no, no, it's different and better. It's fine. <laughs> it's so much better. Like... I, I have never, like, felt this with anybody I've been dating, and I think that if I did, it would, like, burn out really fast. I don't know. It yeah. just works differently, you know? Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. I don't... It's like that, like, closeness you feel with someone you're dating, minus the weird nervous feelings that you get when you're dating someone new. Yeah. Like... I tell you things and don't feel like she's gonna hate me. Like I'm just like, <laughs> like recently you tweeted about how there's a, a hashtag that we use in our private text <laughs> to each other that is things I'd only tell you. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a hundred percent a thing. Like things that I can't possibly say to other people that would be horrible but to you I'm just like well you know that now so uh (laughs) good luck with that so I've been trying to think and like since you said that like if there's any of those that I would feel comfortable disclosing on this podcast and there is actually one there was like one thing recently that I said that like I didn't want to tweet it because just like I had just gone through a breakup and I thought that it would be like terrible if the person I had broken up with saw this like I thought that he would feel really bad but I'll say it on the podcast because it's it's fine um I had I mean if he's finding our podcast and listening to us well this shit you know who you are (laughs) skip forward about 30 seconds yeah and your face is stupid (laughs) (laughs) yeah so like what happened was um the the same week of this breakup I had three nights in a row where each night I slept with a different person um, <laughs> and it was gonna be four nights. If I could high five you right now, if I could. <laughs> Thank you. I feel the spiritual high five. It was like gonna okay. be four nights because I had I was gonna see like a fourth person who I sometimes sleep with on the fourth night, but like then I ended up having a really d- bad depressive night, so we didn't sleep together. But um, I remember I was telling you because it was like slut accomplishment, but I just didn't quite feel comfortable <laughs> like saying that to Twitter because of the situation I was in. But yeah, yeah. stuff like that were like. 
I'm sure that I have other friends who would be proud of me for that, but I feel like you are just like uniquely proud of me when I do slutty or kinky things. And it's a support that I've really appreciated as I've been doing more of those things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, totally. No. And I feel like, like the things I usually say to you are like, sad or emotionally vulnerable things that I don't put out into the world because like that's what's hard for I you. have yeah because like I have this like I am Robobex who does not have feelings mm-hmm. um <laughs> how's that working so, out like, for you <laughs> fantastic it'll be an ulcer in 30 years it's fine <laughs> I just repress all of it it's great um <laughs> but uh yeah, so, like, that's a lot of the stuff I send you that's, like, I'm having a feeling and I can't tell anyone. <laughs> that, or sometimes it's just, like, really gross things that have happened that we're like, this yeah. is disgusting and someone else has to know. Just, like, and weird not even, vagina like, things. <laughs> yeah, like, not even gross in, like, a ew, gross, sappy feelings things. Yeah. No, like, just gross body like things. disgusting like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like vomitrocious <laughs> i don't know if that's a word but 10 points to gryffindor uh, i'm um, not a gryffindor thank you very much <laughs> i know i know i know um, but uh i started a new job recently where i walked in and they were like hey so uh what are your names, pronouns, astrological signs, and uh, Hogwarts house? And Those are like, like the most important things. That's so friends. great. Maybe yeah. we, can, can we do that now? Because that's a good for our intro yes. podcast. That's good to know. Yeah, that is important. Yeah. Okay. You can go first. Okay, so my name is Kate. My pronouns are she, her. Uh, my astrological sign is a Taurus, and I'm a pretty uh, standard, hardcore Taurus everything I've ever seen written about Taurus is, is true of me, basically. And my Hogwarts house is for sure Ravenclaw. <laughs> I have taken a quiz and everything. <laughs> well, that just proves it. Um, was it the Pottermore quiz, though? I don't know. It's been a while all since right, I was all right. at all interested in Harry Potter, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and I was reading it 20 minutes ago, so... Um, That's good. But... Yeah, I started reading them again, um, because subway rides. So, um, I'm Bex, they, them, uh, I am a Virgo, like, to the core, um, (laughs) super Virgo, and, uh, as much as I'd like to say I'm Ravenclaw, and I think I have some Ravenclaw tendencies, I'm definitely a Hufflepuff. Yeah, I could see that. Like, yeah, like, I... For the Ravenclaw stuff, because I do, like, if I don't know something, I have to know it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I'm an academic enough to be a Ravenclaw. <laughs> like, as in, like, I'm never more did just... homework in your life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you rebel. Um, I'm just super curious, but mm-hmm. I think I'm more of a Hufflepuff. Yeah. You know, loyalty, pup, that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so we thought we'd end every episode with a segment called fuck that fuck yeah where uh we'll tell 
you about something that is annoying us lately or that is making us mad or making us sad, which is fuck that. And then fuck yeah is a thing that we are really excited about or grateful for lately. And they might be related to sex or they might not be so much. Um, I kind of tend to think that everything that happens to me influences my sex life in some way or another. So even if it's not directly related, it's still kind of relevant. That's at least the philosophy that I take with my blog. So what's your fuck that this week? Uh, so f- my fuck that is creepy dudes, which I feel like might come up, uh, <laughs> That's sort of an evergreen frequently. fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, I can just fall back on this, uh, <laughs> when I run out of things to be angry about. Um, just log into OkCupid and I'll have new ones. It's just an infinite um, fountain of rage. <laughs> Thank you, creepy but... dudes, you're the only renewable resource. <laughs> Um, but specifically, I had it on there because a few days ago I was having a really good day and uh, I wore a crop top out for the first time in years. Uh, and the men of the world did not handle it well. <laughs> but um, but it was a really rad tank top from the Smitten Kitten that has a pink bear and it says fierce on it. And I made it into a crop top and it was great. And I don't care. It was great. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Yes. That was my experience with creepy dudes. You truly embodied that fierce bear on your shirt. I did. I did. You channeled your inner bear. Yes. Not I in mean, the I gay didn't way, roar but in... at anyone. <laughs> can I in the gay way though? Yeah. Can I? <laughs> you can be a bear of multiple kinds. <laughs> okay. I'm um, not hairy enough. Well, you can work on that. Something to aspire I'm to. Trying. It doesn't work. <laughs> okay. So my fuck that is people who are bad at poly. Um, I've had some like not so great experiences lately with um, folks lying to me about their poly situation or not communicating well enough or in some cases like comparing me to their other partners, which is really rude. And I'm just kind of Yeah, maybe don't do that. That's like a (laughs) shitty thing to do, folks. That's like poly 101. Don't do that. Um... So I'm, I'm just sort of hoping that uh, my future attempts at poly go more smoothly and are with people who are more conscientious and uh, more honest. Because that's kind of the whole thing is it's about honesty and trust. And like, especially if kink is also a part of it, you have to trust the person and you have to be able to be honest with each other. And it's like so gross when people lie about that stuff. Yeah, definitely. I mean... I don't know if going smoothly is ever the nature of Polly, but, like... Well, neither is monogamy, though, you know? Like, it's... True. It's True. never gonna go... Especially, like, for me, monogamy would certainly not go smoothly. So, like, there's more people involved, so there are more complications with Polly, but, like, there are basic skills that people can and should acquire, and I just... I need to hold my yeah. partners to higher standards, because this is not acceptable. Yeah. Having other people in your life doesn't go smoothly, so maybe I should just stop doing that and go live on an island with you. I'm another person, though. You don't- but you're, like, the same person as me, so it's fine. Okay. You just- what happened is you got all of my femme. Mm-hmm. When I- when I was created, they forgot to add my femme, and they just gave it all to you, and you're the other half, so it's fine. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Okay, so what's your so, what's your fuck yeah? Um, sex parties. 
So I went to two different, <laughs> question like... Mark? <laughs> question mark? I don't know if you've heard of these things. People get naked. I guess it's they're, great. like, parties where sex happens? Weird? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I went to two, two days in a row last weekend. Um, or recently. I don't know when. Um, but... So two nights in a row, I wound up, I got my boots blacked, I got, like, dick sucked, I got spanking, I got spanked, I got, like, flogged and punched and laid, and it was awesome, and (laughs) I am a fan. I love that laid was the last thing, like, I guess there was also some sex. (laughs) Also that, but, like, more importantly, I am still bruised. And I, so, I had to go to a wedding with a chest covered in, like, big bruises. They looked real good, though. They were so good. And someone, like, one of my friends was like, why do you have bruises? And the person next to him went, don't ask, God, you don't want to know, don't ask. (laughs) And they didn't know, they just knew me. And we're just like, why would you, why would you ask them that? They don't, (laughs) never ask where their bruises came from. It's like, well, yeah. (laughs) But I mean, at least they understood. Yeah. (laughs) So what's your fuck yeah? Uh, So it's funny because like when we were planning before we started recording, um, you were like going through your sex calendar basically to be like, what's happened recently (laughs) that I can say fuck yeah about? And I looked at my recent list of sexploits and I was like, hmm, nothing's happened for the past two weeks. My (laughs) vagina's just been a barren landscape. Cool. Um, because we have sex calendars, guys. This wasn't a, like, we both pulled out notebooks. This wasn't, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a normal thing. <laughs> that is a dorky thing about us. Um, so the thing that I'm saying fuck yeah about this week is sexual tension. Because I haven't been banging anybody recently, but I have had a lot of sexual tension. Um, I was seeing a friend of mine yesterday who's in a monogamous-ish relationship. Like, it's not supposed to be monogamous, but she... It's a whole thing. But uh, we wanted to make out, and we weren't allowed to make out. And then there was another dude there who I also wanted to make out with and didn't. But we were, like, kind of bantering and being cute all night. Um, So, I don't know. There's something to be said for not having sex with someone immediately or maybe even at all and having the tension and the flirtiness be the whole thing. I think that can be really fun sometimes. As someone who has a lot of experience with that, uh, it's great and also awful, but mostly great. Do you think you could get a PhD in flirting? Yes. I should create one. What if it was like Doctor of Flirting, except it was spelled with a PH? <laughs> oh my god, yes. That is, if anyone gets that. That should be me. Yes. Because <laughs> I do a lot of flirting. <laughs> not always not always inappropriate scenarios, but it's, I mean, <laughs> hasn't come back to bite me too hard so far. Well, So I will sometimes. continue. <laughs> well, yes, that's, that's fair. Um, <laughs> but I'm just going to continue to hit on everyone and uh, go with it. Yeah. That works. I'm charming. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to the first episode of our podcast, The Dildorks. Um, We're going to do more of these. 
or at least we intend to. <laughs> In theory. Yeah. Um, so, Bex, where can folks find you on the interwebs? I am Bex Talk Sex everywhere on the internet, pretty much. Um, dot com, at Gmail, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and yeah, come find me. Where can people <laughs> find you? So my website is girlyjuice.net. I also have a portfolio online for my journalism, which is katewritesaboutsex.com. And my Twitter handle is at girly underscore juice. And on Twitter, we are at the dildorks. And you should shout us out and maybe share this podcast with some folks you know. (laughs) That was my radio announcer voice. Cool. (laughs) I love your radio voice. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, well, I hope you folks have a sexy and dorky week. We will talk to you soon. Bye! Bye! We didn't clap yet. It's okay. I can sync it up without it. It's fine. But I wanted to clap. Okay. All right. One, two, three. Oh my god. You were, that was not you at were the same so time. belated. <laughs> like, what was the point? <laughs> <laughs> that clap was fruitless. Sorry, I'll get better at it. I'll practice. Oh my god. (laughs) Who are you going to practice with? (laughs) Myself. (laughs) I feel like if we ever wanted to do one of those weird blooper things, I was just thinking We would have (laughs) so much material for weird little bloopers at the end of our podcast. Just for a couple of cute little bloops. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a thing. Can you please use that little sound quote at the beginning of, at the beginning or end of every blooper reel? Just a, a ton of us giggling and flub, flubbing things up, and at the end, as it fades out, you just go, "Cause we're just a couple of little bloops." I don't know what that means, but I like it. It feels true in this moment. <laughs> Just in my soul, I identify as a bloop. <laughs> Remember everything I said about being a pop? It was wrong. I'm a bloop. <laughs> I will forever be a bloop. I'm bloop. Dabba dee, dabba die. <laughs> I want you in my bedroom. Make me feel alright. I want you in my bedroom.